Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And welcome into our number two of our program. Glad to have you with us on this Armed Forces Day. And it's a full moon in May. And uh, for you speckled trout fishermen, you know what that can mean. The spawning's going on, fish are hungry, and we've been getting some really good reports. The question today is, is this uh, little kick up in the winds going to mess things up too much? And also uh, <clears throat> the rain possible tomorrow, a better chance, about 50%, only 30% chance today. Uh, we also got more reports to go. We're going to hear from Captain Mike Gallo, get his report on Lakes Pontchartrain, Lake Bourne, Biloxi Marsh. Also, we'll hear from Brendan Bayard uh, with our paddler's report for you kayakers. And Ryan Lambert's going to check in with us a little bit later on and give us a report on the tip of the boot of Louisiana down in Plaquemines Parish. We'd love to hear from you. Text us at 870-870. And we've also got a bad boy story for you. Guy... He went hunting cougars in Yellowstone State Park. Not a good place to do it. We'll tell you his story. And also, if you want to be an alligator hunter, if you want to be the next uh, star of swamp people, maybe, Wildlife and Fisheries Department, they have a lottery program by which by you can uh, apply for tags to hunt alligators on public properties, the WMAs. There's 25 public lakes and an Army Corps of Engineer property. And you can do this between the dates of August 28th and October 3rd. Now, you've got until July 5th to apply for the lottery. And they get more applications than they've got alligators. So you've got to be lucky to get picked. Uh, you, you pay a $5 non-refundable fee. That's to get your application. Then you postmark it, get it to them by July 5th. And you've got to be at least uh, 16 years of age. You've got to be a Louisiana resident. If you are picked, you'll purchase an alligator hunting license, which is $25, and then a payment of $40 for each alligator tag. And they've got a, a really neat posting on the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website, and it tells you the percentage of lottery alligator harvest applicants uh, selected last year by WMA or Public Lake. So it kind of gives you a, an idea of how many people you'll be competing with uh, when you apply for a certain area, and if you can travel or you're willing to travel, uh, then you can kind of pick some of these low-priority WMAs or public areas and probably have a better chance of getting picked. But if you go to wlf.louisiana.gov, that's Wildlife and Fisheries website, uh, look under Lottery for the Alligator Harvest Program, and you'll have all the details and information there if you want to hunt gators. All right, uh, Bayou Wild TV, we shot a, a show uh, this week down in Fushan for the Golden Meadow Fushan Tarpon Rodeo Media Day. Uh, Martha Spencer, Chris Lecoq, our cameraman, myself, uh, went with Captain Chris Moran, uh, went out to the rigs, and as expected, those red snapper are just <laughs> jam-packed at every rig. you got to fight them. If you, if you go down too deep, you're going to get red snapper before you can catch anything else. And eventually the snapper rise up to the top, which is not the way snapper generally feed, but in order to get to the bait, they'll come up. Uh, we did catch a nice little mess of vermilion snapper. Some people call them beeliners, and that'll be coming to a Bayou Wild TV near you. 
Also, I'll have it on my fishing game reports coming up, and probably next week we'll run it. It was a great trip. We caught some, uh, you know, some of the oddball fish, Almaco jacks. Uh, boy, some huge pinfish. I've never seen pinfish, like pound and a half pinfish. That's incredible. Anyway, nice day, good, fairly calm seas, and uh, nice little trip we had there. This week's Bayou Wild TV show, which will be coming on uh, WBRZ in Baton Rouge at 6.30 this morning, and it'll also be on at 9 a.m. this morning on Cox Sports Television. And you can watch anytime you want on the YouTube channel. It's all about shrimp. Uh, a fellow by the name of George Barish, it's a commercial shrimper. He started a, basically it's a, 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 a charter trip for shrimping. And he calls it realshrimping.com. And you'll see, we went, Martha Spencer, myself, and Chris, we, we spent a night on the boat, went out there and trawled. And when you come back in, you become part of the crew. You get to work the net, the trawl, clean up some of the, the fish, do the culling, you know, get the, the stuff off the side that you don't want. And then your reward is a share of the catch. And we've also got a really good uh, uh, recipe with Chef John Foltz, a shrimp risotto. Uh, John cooked that for us up at White Oak Plantation. He'll show you how to do that. And also there's some information there about our, our shrimp industry here in Louisiana. And uh, they actually uh, tell you how they set the seasons, what the criteria is, and also what the value of our shrimping industry is. And it is way past what most people feel the value of it is. All right, coming back after this, it's Mike Gallo time. If you fish Lake Pontchartrain, Bourne, uh, Chef area, uh, tip of the northern tip of the Biloxi Marsh, this is the guy you want to listen to. He's got the info for you because he's out there several days each week. Captain Mike Gallo is next with Angling Adventures of Louisiana. we got a little adventure for you this morning right after this timeout. And we get ready to talk to Captain Mike Gallo. His fishing reports each week is a presentation of CETO. Give you that fuel wherever you need it, whenever you need it. Jump start you if you got an electrical problem. Tow you in 24-7. Peace of mind is what you get for $179 for a whole year. I always suggest, no matter who the boater is, where you go, become a member. Call Captain Chris. He'll sign you up at 504-301-4545 or online at CETO.com. Captain Mike, you guys got a big spike in the speckled trout fishing this week? We do not have a big spike in the speckled trout fishing. With all the fresh water and dirty water in our area, I have not caught a speckled trout this week, even an undersized speckled trout this week. It's uh, it's to the point where I'm, I'm almost not even wasting time on them. I did go Wednesday looking for speckled trout the first part of my morning, and I found dirty water in lots and lots of areas. So I have not caught any speckled trout this week. Uh, if I were to go with the knowledge that I have now of where there is dirty water, I would head for the Mystico and I would fish that area uh, along the rocks or either on the opposite side with a popping cork. And if I came across any, I would certainly work that area over as thoroughly as possible. Uh, are you hearing anything from areas like Nine Mile, no further out that way, maybe trying to escape some of that river water? I went there Wednesday. I was all the way out to Fishing Smack Bay, and there was still dirty water. Um, a lack of birds, didn't see bird activity, didn't see dolphins, just lots of dirty water in that particular area. Now, that was Wednesday, and we have had some wind between now and then, so it may have moved, and that could be clean. It's just such a long way to go to find out it may not be worth it. 
So uh, that was where I was Wednesday, and I ended up looping back through the marsh and finishing my day catching redfish. But uh, unfortunately, I do not have a speckled trout report for you, other than we should be prime time with a big moon and water temperatures approaching the mid to high 70s. But it's just not to be this year, at least not yet. Well, yeah, well, it's good to know that, too, because that saves people the, the time and effort hoping to catch speckled trout. If they can't go to another place and they definitely want to fish those areas, they know. Uh, red fishing is still strong. What can you tell us about catching reds and, and maybe picking up a few flounder, drum, sheephead? I did, uh, I did a couple of combo trips this, this week. I call them combo trips when you ask the client, are you targeting anything specific, and they say fish. So that's a good answer. It gives me the opportunity to go wherever I'd like to go. Uh, did a little fishing at the train bridge in Lake Pontchartrain. There is some green water in Lake Pontchartrain, probably between the two patches of dirty water, the, the dirty water that's still coming from the recent opening of the spillway and, and the dirty water from the first opening, which is further east. But anyway, there's some clean water. and We caught sheephead and drum and small redfish. Had a fun day just kind of relaxing up against the rocks with some youngsters. I did the same thing in the Mr. Go on Monday. Had some good calm weather and uh, got up in the Mr. Go, anchored up where some rocks are, an area that I know of, and uh, just squatted. I didn't move. I stayed in that one area. I was throwing shrimp heads in the water and had my customers throwing shrimp out there. It took about an hour, but we got things going pretty good. Before you knew it, there was sheephead and drum, small redfish. So uh, that worked out well for us. Uh, the rest of my time, I've been in the marsh, concentrating on redfish. Shrimp under a cork is obviously deadly because, you know, the loud popping noise of the cork will get their attention from a great distance. But the plastics have been working, the matrix cross-style lures, rigged uh, Texas rig like a bass fisherman would, or spoons. I've been steering clear of the spinners because there's a fair amount of grass in the marsh. So uh, those two lures have been what I'm going to when I'm using lures. But they seem to be scattered. I caught them in ponds. I caught them in lakes. I caught them in bayous. Uh, It did seem that as the current picked up and you had good current movement, that they were concentrated on points. Mike, uh, bait shops... uh... I guess they got probably, uh, maybe they have trouble getting shrimp, live shrimp. But, I mean, if they do, I don't guess there's much demand for them in in some of those marinas around the Slidell area. The marinas have shrimp. They get them imported from down around Empire area. Uh, The only trick to that is when you get some shrimp, use the water from the marina and just recirculate it in your live well. Uh, We hadn't gotten to the point yet where our water is so hot that they die quickly. So uh, they'll last the majority of the day. I had a live well full of them on Wednesday when I was targeting trout. And, um, you know, obviously we couldn't find any clean water. We caught some beautiful gaff top on them. You know, we gave that dirty water a try when we got there. But, you know, my three gaff top rule came into play. Once we caught three of them, it was time to move. (laughs) But I can certainly tell you that the uh, redfish love live They don't have a problem eating them at all. Yeah. Well, the good thing about live shrimp is they dead shrimp eventually, and that's a great redfish bait. You know, sometimes it's even better because the live ones can kind of escape from the reds, bury down in the grass or the mud and hide, but uh, 
like those dead ones just as well. Yes, you're 100% correct. If you're fishing live, shrimp, and you pop your cork and you see a big boil next to it, you know you had the redfish's attention, but he couldn't find what you were trying to feed him. Oftentimes your shrimp is buried down in the mud or in the grass. You can kill him, just pinch his head off and throw him back out there. Now he'll lay on the surface of the grass or the bottom where that redfish can find him and you'll have better success. Got it. All right, AA of LA.com. You'll find a lot of interesting stuff, some really good pictures. Also on my website at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com on the field reporters. And, Mike, give them the telephone number if they want to give you a call. Very simple. You can reach me at 985-781-7811. All right, my friend. We will catch up with you in one week. Have a good one. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, and he goes off into the sunrise. All right, coming back after this, Paddler's Report. Brendan Bayard joins us. Give us an update if you like to paddle for your fish. He'll give you the latest scoop on that. Right after this time out, you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque. And stroking for fish in a kayak has become so popular, we instituted several years ago a Paddler's Report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It's a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find them in mid-city of New Orleans, Covington, Baton Rouge. Got some of the best kayak fishing models, Jackson Kayak, Hobie, Native Watercraft. Check it all out on their website at MasseyOutfitters.com. Check them out on Facebook or check them out when they have those demo days. We always let you know about those. Brendan Bayard joins us now. He is a member of the club, and he's got some fishing information. Brendan, how's fishing been for the yakers this week? Oh, it's been great, Don. Uh, just staying away from the dirty water, you'll uh, you'll catch a boatload of them right now if you go to the right spot. Uh, you know, there's a couple of trouble areas out there right now. Uh, you can get away with catching some fish, usually redfish. I'm talking about areas like uh, Big Lake uh, out west. They just have the salinity has just plummeted over the last week, and uh, it's really tough to catch trout out there unless you go out to Holly Beach. But uh, I'm sure you can tuck into the marsh over there and salvage an afternoon catching redfish. Uh, it's just most people go over there to try to catch those big trout, but uh, you're going to have to wait until that salinity picks back up. Likewise, around the rivers, uh, you know, the uh, – the, the rivers in the Pontchartrain area or uh, in, any river outflow areas near the uh, Mississippi River, you want to stay away from those areas. But if you're down Highway 23, you can still catch a lot of quality fish in the northern reaches of the uh, of the estuary up in areas like uh, uh, Lake Hermitage or uh, uh, Port Sulphur against the levee. Uh, still a lot of good places to sneak into and avoid that dirty water. And Brendan, uh, Grand Isle has really been a hot spot. Uh, Fushon, too. What are some of the favorite spots for somebody new to fish in that area and they're hearing these good reports and they want to get in on some of those trout? What's the best part, place to, to put a kayak in? Are you in favor of going all the way down there by the Marine Lab at the end of the east end of the island, or are there some other places you'd rather slip in? Uh, there's, you know, there's probably main three main places that people launch in uh, the Grand Isle area. It's like... Uh, they'll either launch, you know, right there bridge side and they'll, they'll fish that pass area or they'll go over to the Elmer's uh, kind of headwater area over there uh, where the where the pass meets uh, Elmer's Island uh, or or they'll fish uh, those those rocks behind uh, right there at the pass. You know, that's a really popular spot for big trout this time of year is that that rock jetty. Um, you know, a lot of people sink a, a croaker or a live pogey down there. 
and uh, or throw plastics against those rocks and do really well. Uh, the, probably the most common place for kayakers to launch is the, the Kristen Ray launch over there by Wildlife and Fisheries. Uh, that's, uh, that's right there on Ludwig Street. If you just uh, turn down over there by the high school and follow that all the way to the end and meander to the, uh, the laboratory for the oyster research uh, for LSU, you can, you can launch a kayak right there. It's a, it's a really easy launch. It's a sand. Uh, kind of uh, gravelly pebble kind of uh, slope. You just pull your truck right there, load your kayak, and immediately you can start fishing. There's there's rock jetties that line the back of the island right there. There's Dutch Island, which is an island to the north of Grand Isle, which is only about a, a you know seven minute paddle. You can work that island all day long, uh, catch all three species, or you can uh, go to the right or the left along the island shoreline and, and do quite well. If you go to the left, there's a kind of an oyster reef, uh, artificial reef of cages along the bank line there that uh, it's it's really great for a kayaker because you can actually fish between the bank of the island where the grass is and that, uh, that barrier, and you can really get into some good spots back there and, and do really well. Yeah, I like that spot, and there's plenty of good parking down there, too. Um, boy, yeah. that seven-pound speck that came off the Hopedale Dam <laughs> across the Mystico, that thing has been going around and raising some eyebrows. Do you know the guy that caught it, and what did he catch it on? Uh, he was at Paddlepalooza, but uh, I'm not sure what he caught it on. Uh, it doesn't surprise me at all. This time of year, we have a lot of kayakers that go out there, especially when Star starts kicking off, which is uh, you know probably next weekend or, or this weekend. Um, and, and they try to go and hit those big trout spots. You know, if, if you're really into trout fishing, you kind of do whatever it takes to get that big trout. You know, some people go at night. Some people go catch really live, uh, big live baits, like big pogies that are the size of their hands and go and sink those things. Uh, you kind of come up with all kinds of creative ways, and I've seen all kinds of ways work. Um, you know, I've seen people do really well on the dam over there with miradines and they're, uh, they're putting a split shot in front of them to sink them down uh, a little bit faster along those, uh, those rocks on the, on the dam and, and catch some really big, big fish over there. Um, you, you never know what a big fish is going to do right next to rocks. Uh, I've had so many friends lose nice big fish that, you know, the five pound plus fish right there on the rocks where those, those fish instinctively will pull themselves into the rocks. So you want a, a nicer leader. You don't want to go in there with like the 10 pound fluorocarbon. I would suggest, you know, 20, 25 pound uh, leader, whatever you can get away with. Uh, the, I don't think those fish are as line shy as, as a lot of people think, but uh, you really want to have some protection against them breaking you off. Uh, other than that, uh, another tip I'd, I'd want to share is I've been doing really well fishing uh, the reefs in and around uh, Grand Isle or, or Fushan recently with the uh, those ripstop baits or those uh, those Miralore um, uh, lip lipped crankbaits. Uh, those those uh, mm-hmm. lures have been doing phenomenal for me lately. You know, starting off early in the morning with top water, but then transitioning to those kind of cranks uh like rip style uh you know long crankbait uh bait uh really doing well catching some really nice fish and if you're in the fushan area which is a little bit more of an advanced paddle uh you can you know launch over there at the fushan public uh public launch paddle out to uh bell pass and fish those uh those old jetties uh, people have been catching some really nice trout out there right now 
So you're not fishing this weekend? No, I'm. Uh, this is the last weekend of uh, soccer, so we're we have a double header today, and then next weekend, uh, Mama's giving us the weekend to uh, go for you know three days in a row. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna catch all kinds sounds of like, next weekend. Sounds like a good trade. Sounds like a good trade off to me. You must have read that booklet, How to Fish and Hunt and have, Still Have a Happy Marriage. I, I guess you read that. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to manage done. your time, Brendan. You really, yeah, I understand. I understand. Well, thank you for the report, Brendan. Uh, good luck on your trip next week. We'll see you All in right. a couple weeks. Take care. Bye. There he goes, Brendan Bayard. You know, one thing about that dam he was talking about, too, uh, I, th- I think I fished there 15 to 20 times, and there's only been once when I went there, and somebody on the boat did not catch at least one flounder. But you got to go to the bottom down there along those rocks, and you can pick up some flounders there, too, along with those trout. Coming back after this, uh, we're going to tell you, or you will hear, why it's not a good idea to hunt cougars in Yellowstone State Park. It's our bad boy feature after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I've got some new text messages in. This one from our uh, our co-host, uh, Captain Martha Spencer, who you hear on our program occasionally. She's also my co-host on Bayou Wild TV, and she's also a boat captain, also works as a deckhand out of Venice, and uh, they're going out again. Here's her report. Different weekend, same lousy offshore forecast. They have been fighting some windy and high seas lately. I uh, headed to Cypress Cove. They're going anyway. She's thinking of making smoked tuna dip and beeliner ceviche tomorrow. Have a good weekend. She'll see me at Morton's. That will be Morton's restaurant on the Chifuncta River in Madisonville. That's where we take of Bayou Wild TV. We'll be there this Monday. Come by during lunchtime and say hello. We'll talk a little bit of fishing there. Uh, yeah, she's going to make that ceviche. I'm not a big ceviche or sushi fan. It's just never well done enough for me, I guess. All right, we're also hearing from the tomato lady and... Uh, she's got another Sunday of good crabbing and great eating, waiting on an opening morning to drop the trawl to go catch some of those shrimp. Uh, but this morning she's headed to Covington, and if you're going to be at the Covington Farmer's Market, get some great tomatoes from Ann, the tomato lady. Also, uh, here's one from uh, T. Chuck, the snake doctor. He's headed to New Orleans Fly Fishers Brim Buster Tournament at City Park Bayou St. John this morning. Didn't know anything about it, but good luck to all those participating. And we've also got a hats off to Captain Todd Scyther, uh, Seether, I believe he pronounced it, catching reds and trout today on Friday. He caught a bunch of reds and trout. He's one of Ryan Lambert's guys, and we'll be talking to Ryan. We've got to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, I saw it again on this past December 12th when Austin Peterson, Trey Junkie, and Corbin Simmons illegally entered Yellowstone National Park to do a mountain lion hunt. They were successful, shot and killed a male mountain lion in the north section of the park, took the carcass back to their vehicle, violation of the Lacey Act, that makes it a federal criminal charge to possess, transport, or sell any illegal fish the state lines. It got worse. Peterson reported his kill as happening in Montana, which impacted quotas, and it complicated the permit system and denied a legal cougar hunter the opportunity to take a law. A lion, excuse me. Pleading guilty and each being fined $1,700 in restitution and fees and banned from hunting, fishing, and trapping, during three-year probation periods are Montana residents 20-year-old Austin Peterson, 19-year-old Corbin Simmons, 
and 20-year-old Trey Junkie are bad boys of the outdoors. Now, if you're going to pick a place to illegally hunt mountain lions, Yellowstone National Park, not a good place. All right, coming back after this, let's talk to Captain Ryan Lambert, our plastic man. Get a fishing report from Plaquemines Parish. Headed your way right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's head on down Highway 23 to Cajun Fishing Adventures Lodge and say good morning to the plastic man, whose motto is shrimp is for eating plastic for fishing. Captain Ryan Lambert. Hey, Ryan, what's going on? How you doing today, buddy? It's, it's uh, been a great week. Doing okay. Yeah, I heard uh, someone uh, told me they passed by your lodge and said it was standing room only, not a place to park. The house was full. Yeah, it's been that way. We, uh, we've had a great week, too. All of a sudden, just like that, boom, you got trout. <laughs> you know, the, the full moon and the water's finally warming up, you know, because it's, it's been cool. This spring has been really cool, and, and with the river water pumping out for seven months, it's kept the water temperature down. But I tell you what, all of a sudden with this full moon, there's food everywhere. So your guys been fishing both sides or one more than the other? Um, just depends on what they want to fish. Like uh, yesterday, a, a lot of them went east because we hardly could launch without a big truck. I mean, you got to have a, a jacked-up truck in order to launch a boat. We had two boat, two trucks we had trouble with last week because water got into one of the little, little modules, and that's a $700 fix, so you can't afford to mess up too many times like that. But uh, <laughs> on the west side, the fish just showed up like crazy. Nice trout, too. So um, we'll take it. Uh, we're, we're back out after them this morning. I'll get out in a minute. But... Uh, Really nice trout, and, you know, a lot of guys are using shrimps, but a lot of them are, are starting to throw some plastic on them while the customers throw shrimp. But uh, I saw I saw them up to five pounds, so that's decent trout. So these fish are in open water over the reefs, and how are y'all as far they, as uh, I tell you, with the artificials? They're everywhere, buddy, all the way from on, on reefs and rigs to the beach to uh, – Places from we fishing from Lake Washington all the way to Red Pass. I mean, it's you know on the west side they're, they're that way, and then on the other side, you know, Bretton Islands is starting to show up some good fish. Some of those rigs are starting to show up good fish. And I imagine if we go this week, even even the, the islands out there by by uh, the areas north of us uh, will start showing up too. You know, we just didn't go there this week. With this full moon, because we were busy on the other side and fishing reds and whatever customers wanted, but I don't think anybody went to the Iron Banks or to those islands out there to to see. But I'm sure they're there. I mean, that full moon has got them really rocking. And I'm talking about close to river passes. I mean, right in the river water. I mean, like they don't even care. So, in the river that's sixteen five, and we're catching them in that fresh water. So. You just don't ever know. The fish could do what they want. You know, the, the shrimp season is going to open a little later this year, so the shrimp are there, and they're going to follow the food. That's just the way it works. You know, right when you think you, you know, got we it got all figured to out, a report. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, made a, a couple of flyouts there to the islands, and I saw some other catches during the middle of the week. People ran the boats out there to Breton and Chandelier area. 
the trout one usually small for out there. Normally you catch big, solid two-plus pounders out there, but these ones, some of them were under 12 inches and it'll release them. That's kind of strange. Yeah, that's strange for out there this early because right now is the time when you go catch some big girls out that way. But, um, you know, like I said, everything's a little late, probably about three weeks late this year because of the cool water. And now the full moon has really pushed the deal. The eggs on them aren't big old fat eggs like they're ready to lay either. I mean, they got some, but most of them, you know, next full moon they might start. Uh, it's just just everything's pushed back a little bit this year because of the cool water. So no matter what it is, as long as they show it up and doing their thing, I'm okay with it. <laughs> you know, we don't have any control of it, so you just soon go with the flow. Uh Mm-hmm. It's it's just nice to feel that thump again, and especially some good, nice, solid. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah. our beach, when they yeah, rebuilt about, that uh, beach. How about what? I was going to ask you if there was any birds flocks working out there yet. There, there actually are, you know, and if if I have good trout somewhere, I'm not going to stop and fish the birds because there's a lot of gaff pop catfish, a lot of small trout normally. You know, and and I saw four or five flocks yesterday, and and I didn't even I didn't even stop on them. You know, I was on a mission to 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 go learn where the fish were. You know, I do a lot of reconnaissance stuff like that. You know, where I'll go to see new spots, see what's changed, see where the fish are hanging on different reefs, so that we all can get on them. But it's uh, you know, when you're doing that kind of stuff, you know, they got a few fish under the birds. You know, why stop on them? So. But I did see probably five flocks of birds yesterday that I could have fished if I wanted to. But um, I'd, I'd rather go try to catch some solid fish and, and learn a little bit. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it's all coming together. And as you mentioned, everybody I've been talking to uh, says, yeah, things are a little later this year than normal. And it's due to that cool weather. It has been a really cool spring. And we've had some really late fronts, but it looks like summertime is not far off now. Well, this week we're going to have some 90-degree weather for the first time. They call it for 90-degree a couple of days. Plus, you got to think, the river water is 40-something degrees coming from Minnesota and all areas up north, plus the snow melt. So that's cold water. And if you're thinking about 1.2 million gallons a second going out everywhere, you know, it's going to drop the water temperature. And this has been going on for seven months. And still got another yeah. two months to go, so that makes a big difference. Uh, Dudley stopped by yesterday. We had a good talk, and we talked about you not taking him fishing with us anymore. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he says, by all means, when Don comes, call me. I want to go. <laughs> so well, he's down. Well, you know, it works both ways. You know, you you can get to go with him, too, when we go over that way. That's true. Well, next, uh, we're just going to have some fun fishing trips if we got to. We don't always have to film, but. Me, you, and him get together and uh, go do. He wants to go do some sight fishing. Oh yeah, again. but that film is so that, that film is so valuable. You and Dudley together in the boat. That, that that's we can't pass. Uh, yeah, we have fun. That's for sure, <laughs> my friend. But uh, these, I'm yes, going to get on some of these nice trout. You know, uh, the fact that they hadn't been on the beach here for so long because they built the beaches new. And all the beaches were just a nice smooth bank all the way down, and now they're starting to get those irregular features that the fish need to pile up on because we have no passes left so it's mm-hmm, taking a good mm-hmm. long time so so maybe now i really enjoy beach fishing but not waiting i like to stay in my boat <laughs> you know but i really enjoy yeah. that because usually get on some really nice fish so hopefully hopefully that'll we'll have a good summer with that so uh 
I can't wait. We'll go go out there and get on some top waters. All right. Sounds good to me. Tell them, tell them how to get a hold of you if they want to come down there, if you got room at the end. Yeah, they can go to CajunFishingAdventures.com, check it out and see the accommodations and what we do, or they can call me direct at 504-559-5111. Sounds good. Thank you for the report, as always, Captain Ryan, and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll catch up. Well, we probably won't see you, but we'll talk to you anyway. <laughs> okay, we'll see. See you there, buddy. <laughs> All right, there he goes, our plastic man. All right, coming back after this, going to tell you what's coming up on more outdoors and a couple of other very important messages. Stick around. We're back right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, uh, several things to look forward to. We've got the opening of the red snapper season. Boy, and it is overdue enough what we saw out in the Gulf on this past Thursday. Uh, lots of red snapper out there. It won't take you Ten minutes for the whole boat to limit out on red snappers if you're trying to catch them. And that's going to be on uh, May 24th. It will open up, and it will run on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only, and including Monday on Memorial Day weekend and also on a Thursday on the 4th of July. Outside of that, it's strictly Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's, again, two fish per person and a 16-inch total length. It's minimum size required. Landings reached the assigned quota, and I'm going to predict that that's probably going to go sometime close to October. Depends on weather situation. Could go a little longer, could be a little shorter, but we'll certainly keep you up to date on that. Uh, we also have Amberjack. Uh, it's going to be uh, closed from June 1st to July 31st. That's going to be in effect. And then, in fact, it closed it back on May 1st, so Amberjack are kind of off limits right now. And the recreational season is not rescheduled to open until August the 1st, and then stays open until the 31st of October or until the quota is met. All right, I uh, still got for offer. Uh, I haven't heard from John yet to tell me the, that he's run out or he has to go into another thing maybe. How to fish and still have a happy marriage. Uh, got a really nice fellow, John Waller, wrote a little booklet about this. It's got, uh, you know, some nice really makes common sense. It's how to fish and hunt and still have a happy marriage. I think it should be read by everyone. And you can get a free copy. He's making it absolutely free. If you go to my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, and look right there under Radio Photo, you're going to see a shot of the cover of the booklet and the information. His email address is right there. Just shoot him an email, give him your address, and he'll put one in the mail for you. As long as they hold out. Don't know how long that's going to be, but uh, it's certainly worth it. All right, there's the music. Uh, that's about time for us to uh, wrap it up. We're going to say goodbye to our affiliate stations. We'll be back again next week, beginning at 5 a.m. Hey, stay tuned for more Outdoors. You can listen to that live streaming on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Josh Goins and Ronnie Doucette of the Flyway Federation USA are going to be our guests to tell you about their organization Give us some updates on expanding that organization, looking for some volunteers to help them. If you're a waterfowler and a conservationist and a hunter, you certainly won't want to miss that. We're also going to talk uh, hunting, fishing, and talking with uh, our good buddies, Keith Lusher, Wendy Billiot. Talk about those regulations that Alabama put in. Would those possibly be a good fix for Louisiana speckled trout and flounder dilemma? Also talk about a deer baiting permit. Does that make sense? Good move, bad move. We'll see you that coming up, and we'll see you back here again next week. Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.